Welcome to Tech Talk. My name is Ross, and I'm the president and CEO of WebGuys. How's it going? My name is Nick. I'm the vice president and co-founder of WebGuys. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we, we sell an end license to someone like you, who then creates uh-huh. something for their company or a part of their company using a license. Uh-huh. So the and license what exactly creates, does the license cover? Uh, I'm going to explain. So our license uh-huh. is for an SDK that um, is pretty much unlike every SDK in the world because we use machine learning to understand older technology, which is a different take on using AI. Sure. So no matter what phone you use or what device you have, it works. And uh-huh. also, development is very easy. There's no coding. We are partnered with Unity, so we're built directly inside of Unity. Mm-hmm. So you basically and open it up and you say, gotcha. hey, I want to use my business card as what happens when I turn on my phone and scan with the camera. So then right. you basically, and this could be an object, uh, a business card, a piece of paper, whatever yep. you want. In, this, in their case, it was a cube. Right, we're thinking about a sticker. Right, so you'd make the sticker, and then we have a part, like a partnership with um, the TensorFlow part of Google. So we're utilizing uh-huh. their for AI for good. So basically, uh-huh. we used all of Google's machine learning AI power and built it into the SDK, allowing you, the user, to train your own images. Imagine that. So one of my questions was, does it only work with static images, or can no. it work with, with video? So can it play a video file? Yeah, so we like can we can play video files. We can show websites live and interact. How are we doing today? We're good. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Doing great. How was your day? It was really, really good. Good. Okay. You must have been busy. Yeah, I just moved to Connecticut. Oh, you did. Congrats to be closer to your job, or what's the deal? Well, bring in the job here, so to speak. Oh, nice. Okay. So you're trying to pump some uh, comrades into Connecticut then or wherever you're living at, right? Yeah, well, essentially, we want to help work with. It's time for the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online for all your website needs at sonicwebstudios.com. The Mike Wagner Show brings you interesting people doing interesting things all across the globe. Now. Let's get started on The Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com. Hey everybody, it's Mike from The Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all you need. Looking for a professional website without breaking your budget? Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable, custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today at 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 10% off your first order. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, the Mike Wagner Show is brought to you by Evan Fine of the Senior Reserve Group. When you start thinking about retirement, who are you going to call about Medicare? Why call the best? Evan Fine of Senior Reserve Group specializes in Medicare, health, and long-term care insurance. Evan can be reached at 1-800-650-9357. That's 1-800-650-9357. Or email to evanfine at seniorreservegroup.com. Evan is licensed in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Delaware, South Carolina, and Florida. 
We turn our attention to the East Coast. We have the one-time inventor of the Bitcoin. He's been in quite a number of ventures. He's also appeared on Shark Tank, Elevator Pitch, and he is currently the owner and CEO of a company that uh, does um, work with uh, many schools, does some funding, kindergarten through 12, works with the Department of Education, testing, and this looks to be the next best thing in this tech world. So jumping over to the East Coast, ladies and gentlemen, we have the next best thing to the tech sector, Ross Cohen. Ross, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great here. So you were... You have founded a company which is called Bitcoin, and you also have no, been no. in Web Guys. Web Guys, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, for some reason I had um, that down there, so we'll just it's scratch it out. Okay. I, I apologize on that one. So you've been in other ventures as well, too, but Web yeah. Guys is your number one thing. You appeared in Shark Tank and um, also in Elevator Pitch and quite a few others. But first of all, just tell us how I got started. Uh, so essentially, I built a company prior to this, which no one knows about, which is fine. It was called Brain Candy, and it was my first venture mm -hmm. after winning the New York State Business Competition. Do you know what that is? I've heard of it, yes. So they basically give $10,000 to a small company that has an idea, mm -hmm. no product. So that's what they did for me. And I started a company and had to learn a lot along the way. Mm. And then I took all that knowledge, figure seven years of knowledge and threw it into something that actually matters because mm -hmm. I couldn't find people to work with me. So I figured if I can't find them, make them. There you go. So I figured how could you make, you know, how could you foster bright minds? And the first place they enter is the Department of Education. Right. So I had to basically pitch the DOE um, on something that they never heard of with devices they never used in a way that was untested and never, ever been done before. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty crazy, but with the help of the United Federation of Teachers and Cisco, I was able to get in the right place at the right time. And now we're a certified uh, certified vendor of the Department of Education. We have a, a program that can run throughout each of the states. Mm -hmm. So United States wide right now, it's in Connecticut, it's in New York. It's where are the other places? Vancouver. Vancouver. We're in Canada, and we're slowly growing, and also in Washington. And what the whole idea is to change the dynamic of the classroom. So in a world filled with technology, you enter a classroom and you're basically go back in time a hundred years. So so tell us about this product as well too, and uh, how does it involve the student and the teacher? So essentially, in the world that we live in, we, we buy things monthly, we have services. We live in a very catered to customer society, mm -hmm. which doesn't help individuals in schools or in government organizations. Now, I can't change everything about everything, but I can change one thing. So what I decided to do was change the dichotomy of the classroom completely. So you have a teacher and you have students mm -hmm. and you have computers typically or some accessories and peripherals all of which don't work in harmony together. Uh -huh. Think of your house. You have all these things like Alexa and everything just working together, making your life easier. Uh -huh. Yet you go to a school, technology does the reverse effect, which is crazy. It makes the teacher's lives harder and makes the children's lives harder because it gives them distractions. Mm -hmm. So it's unrestricted technology. 
both in the way that they could use it when do what they're not supposed to and the teachers have no idea how to harness it in a way where it fosters learning and creativity which is the whole goal mm-hmm. now that's a big problem to solve so the product that we created is the first turnkey solution where you can be whatever teacher is available at that moment to be in the classroom then my team and my software run the entire classroom using artificial intelligence and machine learning Mm-hmm. And because we're aligned to Cisco, that means that we already fall into the curriculum because Cisco has been doing DOE uh, certification for over 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Because the end result is a Cisco certification, it's completely backed by the Department of Education, Cisco, and the Career and Technical Education Department of the DOE, which gives money to specialized learning. Mm-hmm. The budget might range anywhere from three to five million to 33 to 43 million per year. And a lot of it goes to waste and unused. Mm-hmm. So that means that if they don't spend $2 million, they just don't get it next year, mm-hmm. which as you can see would, it's easy to see how the decline happens, right? So they don't do it well the first year. So now they get less money to try and do it better than doing it bad the first year. See how that makes no sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, it does. And of course, I watched the video on that too, where it's like you just have the device, and then the students have the device, and you just simply just go along and they engage. It's almost like in unison. And just like you said with Alexa as well, too, it's like you have Alexa and everywhere in the room, like say, Alexa, play me some music. Alexa, give me the uh, weather. Or Alexa, what was the score of the uh, Mets Yankees game? Or something like that. So it's like, it's almost like, Alexa's all just coming together, but it's in a virtual classroom. Right. But imagine if it was Alexa, help me understand U.S. history, part one. <laughs> or Mel Brooks, history of the world, part one. That makes me think yeah. of that, too. So, <laughs> And the devices come into play because I'm sure you went to school and you took science and chemistry, right, and math. Mm-hmm. And it was all theoretical. And you never really got to connect with any of the content. And through the devices, they're able to connect with content. So, for example... Having a periodic table floating in front of you where you can just take your hand and grab an element and hold it in your hand, understand what the element is with some infographics and some audio feedback, putting it back, seeing what elements combined all physically on a molecular level as a human being. So, so you can do that for science, and can you also do that for biology? Like, say you just yeah. um, get a hold of a frog and pretend to dissect, or you say you pet an animal, or you look for characteristics, or like, say you just um, dissect a fish, a frog, or anything else, or you know, go through a skeleton and the, um, you know, how the bones connect uh, in certain ways, and you can do that for science. Can you do other things like for history and math yeah, and geology. With virtual reality, you can like travel back in time to ancient Rome and watch everything unfold as it did in the history books. Except this time, you're creating a memory and an experience, which means the student can remember that because it was engaging and they actually lived through it technically, mm-hmm. meaning their brain and their eyes and their ears, as far as that's concerned, they were there. And those are three out of our three of, three of the senses are enough to really trick the brain. And once you've done that, you've created a memory. Mm. Whether it's prosthetic or real, it doesn't matter. Now, can you also solve math problems with it as well too? Like get a hold yeah. of a problem or? So it can do both things. It can solve problems by showing you visually representation of like 3D graphs that you would only ever see in 2D. Mm-hmm. But what is even crazier is it can actually solve a math problem just by looking at the math problem written in pencil using machine learning. Mm-hmm. which is not meant to cheat. It's meant to help. 
Ah. So imagine you, you can see a, pro, uh, a problem solved right in front of you, all the work done right in front of you on the paper, and wh then when you turn your phone off, the paper's blank, and you have to solve the problem. That's augmented reality, which is laying content on loose-leaf paper that's not there. Right. It, it makes perfect sense. And what about final exams and um, test the those of the apply, or do or you just, like, shut yeah. off? So first we use, we have our own platform where testing is distributed through our platform and Cisco mm -hmm. and the students get certified in whatever the discipline is that their curriculum provides. Uh -huh. And so we would use HoloLens and virtual reality to further explore topics to gain a deeper understanding so that when they're using the platform to answer questions and submit answers, they're not driving it from like studying it's more like what they experienced three weeks ago or or yesterday or the day before that that is that's kind of it's a tool that is amazing too we'll get to more of that in just a second here you listen to the mike wagner show at the mike wagner show.com powered by sonic web studios visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs looking for a professional website without breaking a budget sonic web studios is the answer sonic web studios offers fast affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away call today at 1-800-303-3960 that's 1-800-303-3960 or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 10% off your first order. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, the Mike Wagner Show is brought to you by Evan Fine of the Senior Reserve Group. When you start a business or own a business for a while, who are you going to call for sole proprietorship insurance? Why not call the expert? Evan Fine of Senior Reserve Group for all your health insurance needs. Evan can be reached at 1-800-650-9357. That's 1-800-650-9357 or Evan Fine at SeniorReserveGroup.com. Licensed in seven states in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Delaware, South Carolina, and Florida. The Mike Wagner Show can also be heard on TheMikeWagnerShow.com. Also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Show. You can download and listen episodes on SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And you can also watch the interview on YouTube as well. We're here with Ross Cohen, the founder and owner of WebGuys, talking about uh, his ventures and what the newest wave in technology when it comes to the classroom and um, everything else. He's talked about his product, and we'll get more into that. But first of all, what got you to become an entrepreneur, and especially becoming a part of WebGuys? Oh, that's an interesting question. Okay, so um, I... I never, I never actually went and got a regular job because I had it, my father who had a pharmacy. I did a cashier when I was 13 mm -hmm. and he made me hate it so much um, <laughs> because he was just the worst. And I think it was to show me why you should not have to deal with a boss that's really annoying and doesn't care about anything. Mm -hmm. So that made me realize I never, ever, ever, ever wanted anyone to have that sort of power over me. So I, I struggled for about eight years doing freelance work, dealing with clients. And I almost like was about to like throw in the hat until I had the web guys idea. And it, the being an entrepreneur is, I think it was fostered by my parents, like my, especially my father, like pushing me towards, you know, owning a business and, you know, trying to think big, bigger than myself. And then also, if you think about like a 20 year old in a job or workplace, you're not respected. So like, why would you want to go somewhere where you're just disrespected? Right. Yeah. And, and that's what happens. 
Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And, uh, you know, of course, you've been in web guys and everything else. Does it require, like, going to school or just learning about computers or anything like that or anything specialized? Or do you just, like, just jump on in and get the help of others to get web guys going? Yeah, so what I did, I mean, I'm not an educational specialist when I started by any means at all. I built websites and web apps for clients, some some little apps, but um, I had to really figure out like who made decisions first. That, mm-hmm. that was the first thing that I did. And then like get as close to them as humanly possible, it, even if I did something I wasn't like supposed to do. And I don't mean like, I'm not saying go commit a crime, but like I snuck into a meeting and because I did and because I got thrown out, I got the attention of Cisco who partnered with me on the spot as I was getting tossed out of the meeting. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about, you know, like when I opened my mouth, people didn't like what I had to say, but one person did. And I would, I would just say like, go tell what you're doing to every single person and then search for the people that are doing what you're doing and explain to them why you're doing it better and that you want to work with them. At least that's what I did until I was able to build something that could be better than anything I could ever imagine as a student when I was in high school. Like when I think about what we do and I see the kids and their faces and the letters that they write me and our social network, which I'll get to when when we talk about um, like how it works in the classroom, but they write things and they tell me things that really, it changes the way you think about it. Because yes, at the end of the day, it's a business, makes money, but also you're inspiring people mm-hmm. like every day. And that is the craziest thing. Like, I was never inspired in high school in, in any way. Like, so even if it was like two days a week to be inspired, that would be the greatest thing in my life. Mm-hmm. As a student. That, that sounds amazing too. And of course, when you went to high school and the high schools they had now, how do you, how do you compare the high schools back then and the high schools today? Well, so it's interesting. The high schools back then had less technology than they do today. But the, it, the, the craziest thing is right now, they have technology and have no idea how to use it. Uh-huh. It's the most craziest thing. So, yeah, the content changed. You know, the te- see, the one thing that did change is teachers got paid less. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. That means that they care less. And if you have a teacher that cares less, that means the learning drops because curriculums are not regulated across the Department of Education, which means you could teach pretty much whatever you want if your principal allows it, which is not good. Uh-huh. Because that means uh, uh, someone who teaches science may end up teaching math tomorrow, which is crazy because they're like, I teach science. Mm-hmm. So, and so now I have to teach fraction. Yeah. So it sounds like so it's like the teachers back in the day were pretty much interchangeable, unlike the days of many years ago. You had a specialist, like a specialist yeah. science teacher who specialized or specialized in math, specialized in physical education, specialized in history. It's all pretty much interchangeable parts. And it sounds like it pretty much messed up the d- dynamic of things. Well, what happened was, you know, teachers got paid less and staff decreased. So now there's one teacher for a group of five special ed classes that need special ed attention. There's one teacher. There should be five. Uh-huh. That's the Right. That makes perfect sense, too. And, of course, the technology that you experienced back in the day, what was the most uh, utilized in terms of technology and what was considered the most obsolete or what was the most frustrating piece of technology back then? So you're talking when I was in high school? Correct. Yes. Like say with, um, you know, like say we throw out there, you know, DVD players or say like with, um, you know, you know Blu-ray or like say um, digital audio tape, which is like pretty much extinct like the dinosaurs. 
and um, you know, just some other things like the um, three gun projectors. Yes, I'd be rolled in a movie to watch. They don't do that that anymore because it's not effective. Uh Like watching video is entertainment, and the only way it's not entertainment is if you're experientially learning, which does not happen on a two D TV. I don't care how big it is. Like unless you can go back to World War Two, look around, be like, okay, here's what's going on. Freeze time then let it play off then when you're confused rewind it and then pause it and look around and then write your term paper oh (laughs) i i remember those days too it's like you had to pause rewind fast forward and everything else and of course with the new uh web guys you're pretty much involved you don't have to rewind it's like you can just be immersed in it exactly and the thing that's crazy is i i know i don't know how i didn't realize this but if anyone disputes the effectiveness of things like this, like just if you try it once, the right app, at, like with the right mental state, if you're trying to learn, I mean, having an experience automatically beats being taught. Because when you're being taught, you automatically put friction up because maybe you think the teacher doesn't know what she's talking about and you know better. Mm-hmm. But when you experience it, you're the director of how you think you direct like when you understand and how much you need to understand uh-huh. so there's less friction in the actual learning aspect of school when you're the one teaching yourself technically mm-hmm. and, and of course and of course this way the teachers as well too when they're immersed as well too they learn as well and they can share and if the students see something new they can share with the teachers and this encourages more interaction now, if you had a way to 24-7 connect the teachers and students to increase and foster that learning experience, then you would have the greatest thing in the world. And that's what we've created, a social network that ties everything together, increasing mm-hmm. engagement. So when ideas are had, they're dispersed to the right people at the right time when mm-hmm. they need it. Mm-hmm. it. It does sound great, too. You've also got the attention of a couple of shows. But first, I'd like to remind you, you're listening to The Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com. Powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Looking for a professional website without breaking a budget? Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today at 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 10% off your first order. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, the Mike Wagner Show is brought to you by Evan Fine of the Senior Reserve Group. When you start thinking about retirement, who you can call about Medicare? Why call the best? Evan Fine of Senior Reserve Group, specializing in Medicare, health, and long-term care insurance. Evan can be reached at 1-800-650-9357. That's 1-800-650-9357 or Evan Fine at SeniorReserveGroup.com. Evan is licensed in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Delaware, South Carolina, and Florida. Also, The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on themikewagnershow.com. Also on Facebook at facebook.com slash themikewagnershow. You can also listen listen and download on SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and also watch the interview on YouTube as well. And, of course, um, with all technology there, you can probably experience the Mike Wagner show with, with the equipment you got as well, Ross. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, we have to talk. We should make a Mike Wagner show in virtual reality. Oh, I think that'd be great, too. And, of course, you know, I think cloning is a good reason to be legal. Just put my face on there. AI, I don't care. And, of course, I can be just about everywhere. It saves on travel costs. I love it. I think we have a great idea going right here, right now. <laughs> 
It literally takes one headset, $200, and you could literally stream from VR. Yes, that's right. That's right. And, of course, you know, we got to all those great ideas. You've been uh, featured in a couple of uh, nationwide uh, TV shows, Shark Tank and Elevator Pitch. They seemed uh, very interested in your product. But, of course, you know, of course, you, you've been on the show. And uh, tell us a result about um, what happened on the show and what they have to say. So with Shark Tank, it was a short-lived journey. I went on, did the interview, then did a recording video, got called back, got sent a contract to appear, and then actually I turned Shark Tank down on the total even appearance because of the contract. And for anyone listening to the Mike Wagner show right now, if you're trying to go to Shark Tank, just know that there is a royalties percent in effect immediately before you even make a deal which means if you walk away without a deal you pay royalties really it's crazy and and how much <laughs> and how much a percentage of royalties do you have to pay three percent and it dropped from five to three and i still think it's wrong oh it's my goodness abc because you're going to appear mm -hmm. so that's what they want i I, so I, I, didn't go on, I didn't even go on but i was accepted to appear on season 10 amazing that's amazing i mean i can i can imagine your know, royalties you know from five to three percent and depends on how successful it is and yeah. it sounds like you would be but then you're also an elevator pitch as well too yeah. so tell us what yeah. happened on that so that was a much more full-fledged experience i was at an event for entrepreneurship with my team and we decided to speak to the people we gave them a demo it, it started out as a demo and they were like you have to you know, inter like do the interview for the show and that we think you're going to get on. So we did the interview, forgot about it, went somewhere for a conference in LA, flew back, then got noticed we were going to appear on the show. So we, we went to LA and we were met with 27 different entrepreneurs. Uh, they searched every single state of the United States of America, over 800,000 people only to come up with 70. Wow. And so we were, if anyone wants to see it, it's on season three, episode three, called uh, Class Act or Circus Act. And I assure you, it's a class act. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it sounds like a class act with all the circus clowns and class clowns and everything else. So I guess you kind of um, wonder with the, uh, the new virtual reality, do you encourage any class clowns on there, you think? Or are they just keep it strict what do you think <laughs> well in in our classes even the worst of the kids end up doing better because they're not enough they're not left alone enough to start to do bad things uh -huh. the experience is completely closed on both ends and monitored and they're too engaged they just love it they love the idea of starting a company in you know eighth grade they've never done that and that's fun that's so <laughs> That does sound amazing too. And you say you've got some um, in in New York and New Jersey, and um, you know, once again, uh, tell us um, where are some of the states that you're in, and how many schools are currently using us, and you're looking at um, other states, and tell us about that, and um, what is the current progress when it comes to getting these new devices in? So um, basically, we're physically in about six different states, and we are in Canada as well we are available in every single state. So for anyone who's listening, if you contact um, Mike Wagner or you visit us at webguys.school, W-E-B-G-U-Y-Z, you can request us. Or if you can just tell your school you want the WebGuys program, we're available. 
part of having a vendor license is being available in the entire Department of Education. And, and then how, how about, um, you know, all, all the schools like overseas, uh, any chance of uh, hitting the European markets, like say with yeah, um, so, England, Japan, or say like with um, France or even the Philippines or even Russia, any, uh, any, any in the works out there? Yes. Yeah, so we actually just, we had a recent endeavor with Canada and we're looking to expand in other countries. It's, there's no uh, issue behind it, not even financial. It's just making sure that there's people in those places that can provide the ground level, amazing support that we, we provide. I wouldn't want to tarnish the quality of what we do just to expand, but we are definitely looking to go the entire globe because the internet's everywhere. So why aren't we? Mm -hmm. That is amazing too. And what do you, what do you consider the biggest challenge when it comes to your company and with the schools and um, how to market the product? What do you consider the biggest challenge ever since you've been doing web guys? So the, I would say there's like three huge challenges. Uh, the first challenge is finding the right person. Um, my partner in web guys is Irene Kukaj and without him, none of this would be possible. It's not even about the idea. It's finding someone that can actually care about something that you care about. Because if two people care about the same thing, it's automatically better than one. Mm -hmm. And it's a step in the right direction. And then the other struggle I would I would say is after you're like, amazing, I found the greatest partner. Life is great. It's like, okay, now you have to employ people and you need employees, which are total strangers who have to cradle the greatest thing in your life in their hands. Mm -hmm. And that has been one of the biggest struggles because I've had over 500 interviews and my team is still currently only at about 15. Wow. That, that sounds like a big challenge itself as well, too. And of course, you also mentioned another challenge and, um, you know, just uh, talk about that yeah. before we get into so some other things. Challenge is the one of the most important, I would say, is if your product is remotely dealing with the Internet, which most are, mine is 100 percent the Internet. So I built everything with me and Irene together. We built it for two years before going public. Mm -hmm. That's over 50 different applications and five curriculums, which are to date now award-winning for two years straight. That is amazing too. And um, also, have you also looked at any foreign languages or anything like that? And, um, and, and what, what, are, what are the chances of having uh, foreign languages being involved too? So our platforms, because of the internet and all its capabilities, go into all different languages. So if you're saying, can someone that speaks a different language utilize our curriculum? The answer is yes. Okay. If you're asking, do we teach foreign language? We're working on it. But we think it's not a textbook that you need. Imagine subtitles in real life and avatars teaching you a different language, mm -hmm. like a person that's not there. That That's is what we're looking that is amazing too, and of course, you know, you know, just one more thing before we um, you know, jump on to um, a, a next thing here, and um, how about the special needs, like the handicap, or say with the blind, and also the um, hearing impaired, and um, or um, like special needs, like disabilities, and do you guys have special products for that, or is it just like anybody can use this? So the way it works is we on the back end provide special support with the content that is delivered to students that have special needs. But the coolest part is if you have a classroom, which is a bunch of dynamic children, all at different uh, levels in intelligence and mental stature, our, um, our infrastructure uses machine learning 
and it allows each student to get their own individualized learning. So that means if there's like three or four special ed children in a class, which is a pretty high percentage because a lot of kids, they don't even know. And if the parent doesn't know, then it's not registered. So then the students like treat it as regular, you know, mm -hmm. and so if that happens, which it does a lot, the system will automatically reconfigure that student's work. Oh. But if it's a special needs classroom, then specialized technology is brought in and additional devices to increase the learning experience to make it more tactile and visual. Mm, that is amazing. It's something you can just adapt and everything else. And um, how, how many schools currently have the, uh, the special needs uh, technology that you have? So we've been through about 20 schools so far, and around three of them are utilizing that technology. That's nice. But the coolest thing is there's probably a student in a regular classroom that's also utilizing it. And we won't know it until the end, but it doesn't matter. That student would get the right learning. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. What's been the feedback so far as well? Uh, so, so far, literally every teacher and every principal I've met have taken the program. Um, we currently have a list of classes we're going to try to get into, but we're a bit stocked up right now. <clears throat> right now, we have programs in schools, but the coolest part is some schools are just so in love with the program that they bought it for the entire eighth grade and seventh grade. And that's <laughs> nice. Cool. Papa three in the Bronx. That is nice. That's very nice. And of course, what do you consider most memorable moment when it comes to being with web guys or like say if you're in a school or dealing with um, a client or anything, what do you consider most memorable moment? Something that's like heartwarming or anything like that? So I, I would say like there's like two, but of course there's one that like outshines the other. And it was like the moment when I won an award with Irony and the whole team for a curriculum that has never existed and a curriculum that I was told by multiple members of the Department of Education that it would not work, not this year, not in the next 20. Mm -hmm. And now it's 100% adopted, certified, and award-winning. So the, it is the best feeling in the world to see what you've created move from, like having the person who literally threw you out of a meeting say like, I made a mistake and I'm sorry. Uh-huh. That's crazy. It does sound like it, too. And, of course, you know, we have a couple of minutes. We know you're a very busy guy. Who do you consider biggest influence in your uh, entrepreneurial career? My biggest influence probably in a physical fashion would be my father. But I do watch a lot of YouTube, including Gary Vee and Simon Sinek. And I literally would rather listen to that than the radio. It's uh -huh. free therapy. You don't got to pay for it. Your insurance don't charge you for it. Um, and really, but at the early years, definitely my dad. Like, I would not be able to do this if he did not teach me the value of a dollar and what it is to make it. That is amazing. And what would be the best advice you give to uh, anybody who wants to be an entrepreneur or get into something that you're doing similarly? Um, my best advice would be not to think about it too much. Try and do it, even if it's a little ratchet and rough around the edges, because the only thing that matters is what you do, not what you want to do. Mm -hmm. That's amazing, too. And, of course, you know, you know, just just a minute here uh, you know, to wrap up. Um, what are some upcoming projects that you have and what's your website and how can people contact you? So one of our upcoming projects is we we're going to release a cross-platform experience on virtual reality and iPhone and Android. Mm -hmm. And you could find us 
all over the internet if you just search webguys, W-E-B-G-U-Y-Z. And the website is just webguys.school. Webguys.school. That's interesting. I never heard of .school. Well, today's the first time you hear about it. <laughs> See, you learn something new every day. I like it, and I don't have a virtual reality headset on. I'm kind of imagining it, but I don't have you know, one I'm yet. I like to have one. <laughs> we could do it. Sounds great. Okay. All right, Ross, it's been great, and we know uh, you're a busy guy, but thanks for taking the time out to uh, speak here, and uh, look forward to having you on soon, and like to wish you all the best. You've got a great product out there, and uh, do us a favor. Please keep us up to date. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. You've been listening to The Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios at themikewagnershow.com. Visit sonicwebstudios.com today for all your web design needs. If you would like to be a sponsor of The Mike Wagner Show, call or text at 701-301-7705 or email to mike at themikewagnershow.com. If you're a listener and would like to support our program, visit themikewagnershow.com and click on the support button and donate today. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time on The Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com. So stay tuned for next week's episode where we will talk about the journey to getting on television and being featured on Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch.